Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Canton Jones, Five Seconds, featuring Million, and I call that song my deliverance song, um, because when everything seemed to be going wrong in my life, the, the Lord dropped that song in my spirit, and I'm talking about, I had to um, advance in victory, I had to get real ugly with the enemy, because at that point in my life, he was pressing in, like my husband had just died. My, one of my sons had just got in some trouble. Uh, some other things just were coming at us fast, hard, and heavy. And so that became my theme song for the rest of the year. I got about five, I got about five seconds, and I'm going to lose myself, my God, in the things of God. And then you guys know, or if you don't know, um, I am also um, the children's and youth minister at my church. And so uh, my music just is always, I told you, eclectic, a different. I'm going to share a dream with you uh, that God gave me just about children. Um, I just feel like it's important in this season so that you understand what's happening with your own children. Um, I posted some things in the group. We're going to talk about your light source this morning. We got to turn our lights up. And the way we turn our lights up is by putting ourselves more in the word, focusing more on the things of God. I need to shout out my mother real quick. She went to Alaska. She took a senior cruise after retirement and she brought back this coffee mug and she told me she said you need to make sure you have my coffee mug on in the morning and so this is my coffee mug from Alaska for my mother um and so I am donning that and it has good coffee in it and I'm excited and um I'm just I'm just knowing God has a victory in store. Okay, so let me um, share this dream first, and then we're going to pray. We're going to get into the Word today. Today we're talking about your life source. And if you are just logging on, and this is your very first time logging on, this is Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, a.k.a. LMJ. And you can catch us pretty much anywhere. We are on JoyNet Radio, Anchor, Spot, Anchor Podcast, Spotify, Google, um, Apple Podcasts, so you can catch us 
just about anywhere youtube instagram facebook live i also host um a show coffee and conversations with lakeisha where i bring in special guests and also i host an event called pillow talk and we got some pillow talk events coming up soon i'm super super excited about that as a matter of fact the december event is already listed on the website um and i purpose coach and do whatever things if you're interested in booking me you can find all that information on the website as well and um i'm an evangelist but i um, also serve at a local church which is canyon christian center in palm bluff so do me a favor go share the video live right now put it in someone else's hand that's my two minute elevator speech for lmj ministries consider partnering with us that information is on the website as well and thank you for those of you that do partner with us feed the streets is coming up september the 28th uh we also have um some other opportunities coming for you to be involved in or to serve so that we can serve our community tonight ladies bible study 6 p.m to 6 30 is prayer and then at 6 30 so if you have a prayer request please email us at contact us lakeishamjohnson.com or you can drop it in the coffee and conversations um daily devotional i'm being very protective about what's shared in that group um uh scriptures those things are fine but i'm being very protective we're getting ready to start some prayer some serious prayer, some fasting. We're getting into the end of the year. If some of you have never fasted before, the Holy Spirit is going to lead us into a corporate fast together, uh, which may be helpful, especially if some of you have never, ever fasted before. Fasting destroys, breaks chains. Even every time if I'm struggling with something, usually I will fast to break something off my life. So definitely make sure. But tonight you can log in and catch a Bible study live as well. So we are grateful for you. I'm sorry, my camera is tilted a little bit. We are grateful for you and we are grateful for your connection to this ministry. Thank you to all of you that encourage me. Now I want to share this dream with you um, about children. And I know some of you probably have been feeling the heat and the pressure from things. And some of you have probably taken the blame for some of the things that have happened with your children. And hopefully we're going to get into the light, but hopefully this dream just um, helps you understand that there is just an assault and a war on our kids. And because we're not conscious or cognizant or really paying attention to what's going on, um, then it um, becomes as if, you know, or we think it's normal and it's not normal. Um, one night I had a dream and I am not a dreamer. God speaks to me in so many ways. Let me not say I'm not a dreamer. God just deals with me in a variety of ways. He doesn't just deal with me in dreams. And one night I had a dream. I was pulling up and I, I believe I was in downtown Little Rock. And as I was pulling up in downtown Little Rock, there were two. There was only two men. And they were lining up all of our children and they were putting them on the bus. And I remember seeing them. I remember seeing Judah get on the bus and some other kids. And as they were getting and lining them up and putting them on the bus, they only had these two men. And these two men only had um, two guns. And there were all these parents and there were all these adults and there were all these people in the street. And they were just putting them on the bus. And I drive up and I think I drive up in my own bus. And I can tell you about what buses mean, uh, what their signs of and all that other stuff. I don't want to necessarily get into that. I just know I need to share this dream with you and and which is a little awkward for me because i'm very personal about my dreams and so as we were um 
as we were standing there and we were pulling up and I pull up and uh, one of my very dearest closest best friend Von Tiffany was with me and we jump out the bus and as we jump out the bus um, I'm seeing them I'm seeing them usher I'm seeing them put the kids on the bus and I'm seeing all these adults just stand around while the kids are getting on the bus and I'm like nobody's gonna do anything and I remember my girl saying to me well what are you gonna do you don't have weapons and I said it it doesn't matter and as I look at one of the men and I stand up and I walk in front of them and I come in front of them in my authority I look at them and I say give me all the children and the man just looks at me and I remember, I told you, I remember I seeing Judah and somebody else on the bus and I saw him and he released like half of the children. And I was like, okay, uh, no, I said, give me all the children. And so all of the children, but I asserted my authority. I didn't care that I didn't have a gun. I didn't care that I had, I walked in the authority that was in me and I could tell there was a boldness in me in Christ. And they looked at me and they just released every last kid off that bus and then it transitions into a center and I'm in this center and I'm teaching my friend how to study the word of God and as I'm teaching my friend how to study the word of God there's another man that comes in and the Lord reveals to me that he's a demonic force like that he's been working and pretending like he was okay and he's been working with the children but he's actually a demonic voice and I'm my voice at the time that I had this dream I was really struggling bad with laryngitis not a little bit but bad with laryngitis and I remember I'm trying to speak the name of Jesus I'm trying to speak the name of Jesus and as I speak the name or I'm trying to say um the name of Jesus um I remember my voice is tight and I remember the Lord saying to me in my ear just keep speaking and so I began to just speak and the more I spoke the more the demonic entity one revealed itself but two it also began to uh go away and I just began to speak and then I remember him getting up and I remember him going to lay on the couch and he was laying on the couch by another friend of mine he lay beside her and I just spoke and slung the word and I just slung the word at him and the word kind of came out like oil it was like I was slinging oil over him and he immediately disappeared appeared and she just continued to lay she like she laid there and rest and then I woke up and I'm sharing this with you because at this point in time I shared a video the other day I did not think I was going to walk in children's and youth ministry God had given me a completely different vision for coffee and conversations uh most people when they're my age are not working in children's and youth ministry or with children and youth um or giving and then God began to just show me in a time um and God began just began to show me in a time um, the power and authority that's in his word, um, the power and authority in prayer, the power and authority in the blood. Um, and no matter what it looks like or how bold the enemy peer, appears to be, that we can walk in our specific gifts and authorities. But he also showed me that there are places for us in the kingdom and places. And a lot of times we'll think, okay, well, if I'm working, if God has called me, I don't know 
where we're going here, but it's important to this light source. If God has called me to a particular area, then he can't have called me to this other area. And God just doesn't work like that. Some of us have uh, multi-dimensions to our ministries. Come on, Holy Ghost. And having multi-dimensions to our ministries looks different for some of us, but will limit the power and the authority of God in our lives. And we'll think we won't have a voice in a particular area when we have a voice in everything that God birthed into us. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, I know the plans I have for you. And that is not um, stuck based on your limited capacity of where you think you are, how far you think you're supposed to reach. And so I made some significant transitions into what God called me and opened up some doors. And so now I'm getting the opportunity to work with children and youth in Palm Bluff. Um, God is giving me visions. God is giving me books for kids. God is giving me resources and strategies for parents, right? Because strong parenting, a lot of times we don't properly cover our children because we don't know how to properly cover our children. Uh, we don't know the right things to pray, but I'm just saying these things because of remember we started this thing on focus we started this thing on being connected the divine point in we, which we connect to the light source and i'm not the only one called the children some of you are called the children and youth but you're gonna have to be focused and connected to the light source so that when the enemy presents itself or when you see the enemy or when you see the principality that you're not thinking you don't have um the tools that you need because you think you don't have the weapons available well you have the weapons your weapons are not carnal come on now your weapons are not carnal your weapons are not carnal your weapons are spiritual and the minute you make a decision to walk in your authority is the minute that you will begin to make impact but a lot of times we think our authority looks different when our authority is seated in Christ Jesus. This isn't um, uh, the war that you think you need to fight. This is a spiritual war that you need to fight. And when you fight that war spiritually, it'll begin to manifest the things that it needs to manifest. I just needed to share that. I felt the Holy Spirit tell me to share that dream. I want to pray. I want to get into the word today. We're talking about your light source today. Um, some of you, he's giving you dreams and visions about your purpose. Um, and there is power in you. But if the enemy can make you think that there is no power in you, then you won't move outside of where you're supposed to. We're called to city. We're called to state. We're called to nation. We're called to world. But if your view is limited, a lot of times we have a limited watered down view of ourselves, a limited watered down view of what ministry means. And God is constantly shaking his head saying, y'all done got caught up in so much religious stuff that you're missing what I'm saying about feeding the streets, about serving families, about making impact. And then can I tell you about the power of the one? And then we're going to get in the word today. Do you know if you impact one person and you're and, and you're doing what God asked you to do, not with what you're comfortable with, not what you're comfortable with, but that you're doing what God asked you to do. If you're doing what he has to do and you impact one, you just made advancement for a kingdom. A lot of times we're looking for numbers and we're looking for a big to do's and we're looking for all these things. And the Lord is like, no, focus your vision. Put your focus on me so that you can make impact in the area you call to be. I'm telling you, I never imagined that these were the things that I was going to be doing. I never imagined. Like when I left my job full time, I was, I'm going to be this sickle cell, da -da -da, 
And the Lord was like, that's not your course. That's not your course. That's the course you set for you. That's the course other people set for you. That's the vision you have for you. That's the vision other people have for you. That is not your course. That is not your walk. That is not your journey. That was only a part. That was only one book. I'm giving you brand new books. I'm giving you brand new chapters. I'm giving you more opportunity. I'm increasing you and expanding you for what I deposited inside of you. Right? All the things, radio, television, film. And sometimes it overwhelms us and sometimes it seems like too much but God has a greater plan for you and if you will just trust him and if you will let him be the light source I promise he'll do something so significant for your life and you'll feel so fulfilled I feel so fulfilled I have never in my life felt this fulfilled I've never in my life felt this happy I've never in my life felt this content I've never felt this joy it's not everything perfect it's not everything already already worked out. It's not all of that. It's I'm I'm satisfied with where God has me, and it's because I've taken the limits off of God and I'm walking and maximizing in his potential for me and not my potential for myself. And I'm saying it this morning because I want you to get out your box. And I want you to tap into the light and I want you to press in this thing. It's gonna take a press because the enemy is gonna present a force. The enemy is going to present a force to make you think that you cannot, to make you think you're limited to a job situation, to make you think you're limited to a retirement package. He'll have you limited and you will limit your ability to do everything that God called you to do because you're still in the same little box or you're still in the same little town or you still see your ministry as a little ministry and God has been calling you to something higher and to, so I didn't even mean to go into this and to something greater and he's trying to expand you and he's trying to stretch you but because you're uncomfortable come on now because you're uncomfortable you don't want to press into the light because the other thing is the light begins to remove darkness out of side of us the light begins to expose anything dark inside of us the, the light begins to align us up the light begins to say you're on the on the wrong path you're doing the wrong thing you're in the wrong way you're connected to the wrong people and some of us still need be looking for we're looking I'm looking for a prophetic word that's why you keep running to the same places and the lord like i'm the i prophesied you into this earth you don't make me through my bible i prophesy we looking for a prophetic word and the lord is like i prophesied you into this earth i prophesied you i blew you were in my heart i blew into your mother's womb and i already prophesied you into this earth and so if i prophesied you into this earth this is the prophecy this is the prophecy i prophesied you i born you i gave you birth i put you in this world i put you in this earth and i i created you for a greater purpose outside yourself can i tell you something but in our limited ability, that's why we won't connect to greatness. Can I tell you? You cannot stay in your place that you're in, not connect to greatness. You're going to have to connect to greatness for you to be straight. Stretch. You're going to have to come up a level. You're going to have to get outside your box. You're going to have to get outside your regular doings. You're going to have to walk and get connected to this light so that you can experience, see, and live in the power God has for you. Our perspective is so limited. I, the the, the instant 
inside of me get so overwhelmed sometimes when I see people limit their perspective. I'm like, they're not even living in the fullness of who they are. And God gave me that gift to see that in people. I'm like, they're not even limit, living. They only see a small little part of who and what God is. They're not hearing you. They're not listening to you. They're just caught up in religious jargon and all this other stuff. And God is like, it's so much bigger than this. And if they'll just get out their box and if they'll just push into the light source, then God is going to do something. Remember yesterday, I want to pray and then I want to give you this. I'm I'm just telling you, there's a bigger point. Let's stop and pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. I thank you for each and every individual on this devotional. I thank you for your word. You are our light source. We thank you, Father God, for keeping us from danger, seen and unseen, Father God. And we thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. I plead the blood of Jesus over their mind that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. I cancel every assignment of the enemy off their purpose. Father God, I thank you today that you are drawing them out of darkness into their marvelous light, Father God, so that they'll have vision and clarity and see Father God, your purpose and what you're calling them to, that it's bigger, that it's greater, that it's more than they've ever imagined, Father God. I thank you, Father God, for the clarion call on their life, for opening doors for them that no man can shut. Father God, I thank you, Father God, that the eyes of their understanding and the hope and call of who they're called to be in Christ Jesus is manifesting in their life right now. And no demon, no devil in hell, no demonic force can continue to encloud their mind, can continue to cloud their vision, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the greater purpose that is in them. We thank you for the mind of Christ. We thank you for the will of God. And I thank you, Father God, today for an explosiveness in your body, mind. God, an explosiveness in your body of those that will begin to seek you like never before, that those that will begin to hunger and thirst after you, Lord God, that those that will begin to pursue purpose, Father God, like never, ever before, Father God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. I thank you, Father God, for purpose, Father God, for the plan and the vision you have. Take the scales of our eyes, Lord God, unclog our ears so we're able to see you and hear you, my God, we thank you, Father, for all you called us to be in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, (laughs) all right. No, I'm I'm just hoping today that you grasp this, that you catch this, that you understand. And if you missed yesterday, go back and catch yesterday's devotional because this will begin to make sense. As a matter of fact, if this is your first time logging on and you ain't logged in the window, go back for a while and catch what's been going on. Happy birthday to all of you guys that are watching. We forget about birthdays sometimes. I'm not really a big birthday person, so I don't think about that. If you're logged on and you're watching this, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. We love y'all. We want you to think you connected. Yesterday, I talked to you about focus. Focus is the center point. Focus is the point in which we meet Christ. When I say I'm focused, what I'm saying is I'm coming into God's the divine will for my life. We are intersecting. I am aligned with him. My vision is aligned with him. My household is aligned with him. I am focused. It's a point. It's the principal axis, right? I'm drawn. It's where the line's drawn. It's where we meet. It's um, the hyperboles. It's the central point of concentration. And so when I say it's time for you to focus or when the Holy Spirit starts saying to us, you need to focus. When I'm saying focus is you're focused. You're in the light. You're of the light. You refract the light. You make impact with the light. And then you're going to go and fulfill your purpose. Matthew 5, 14 and 16 says, 
says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. When I said get outside your box, anytime you dim yourself, anytime you won't walk into the fullness of what God called you to be, you are putting yourself under the bowl. Ask yourself, am I hiding under a bowl? Am I hiding from walking into the truth? Can I tell you something? Because this is in my spirit. Some of this, some of you are going to have to push past all your isms and connect to the great people that God is putting around you and stop being so scared because they shine big or because they shine brightly or because they're elevated or because they live more holy or because they think differently. God has put those people in your life for a reason. But if you stay disconnected, if you won't connect properly, if you won't move properly in the things that God is doing through those people, then guess what? You're going to miss the point, the central axis of purpose, and you're not going to be able to elevate the way that you need to because elevation is always connected to somebody else. Elevation is always connected to someone else. There's always a door that's being open for you that's connected to another person. T.D. Jakes told his story. He said, and somebody saw seven seconds of a video on him and seven seconds would change his life, right? Because somebody was in position to watch him, to see him. That's why you got to be consistent. That's why you got to be faithful. That's why you got to elevate your thinking a level. God was speaking to me about some greater things for coffee and conversations this morning. So it means I got to come up a level. That means I got to be sensitive and focused. So some of y'all been putting yourselves under a bowl. It's not, it's not God hiding you. God will hide you in a season. It's not God hiding you. It's because you won't be stretched beyond capacity and get outside your comfortable places and connect to the people. And then when God gives you gives you a connection to the people, I'm just telling you, being exposed to the light is going to reveal the darkness. It's going to reveal dark thinking. It's going to reveal limited thinking. It's going to reveal poverty mindsets. It's going to reveal all the things that are inside you that do not align with the word of God. It is not comfortable, but it's necessary if you really want to fulfill or experience the fullness of what God called to be. Now, if you want to stay in your little box, and you don't want them, if you don't want your blessings, see, people be like praying to God for their blessings. What you need to be praying for is your purpose. Your blessings going to come. Anytime you're in position, your blessings going to come. But if you spend time praying for your purpose, if you spend time, time praying about impact, if you spend time praying about resources for other people, that stuff will come. Your blessings going to come. That your, your blessings are connected to that. So let me tell you a little bit more about what light means um, and the meaning of light, right? Um, um, in wellish terms, it means tending to break out or open, <laughs> tending to break out or open. So if we're going to be the light of the world, then we're getting ready to break out and we're going to be open. We're going to gleam. We're going to, uh, make move. We're going to erupt. We're going to erupt darkness. We're going to be sudden. We're going to be at a glance. We're going to move quickly. We're going to be distinct. That's what being light is. We're going to invade. Um, we're going to be um, a refraction and a reflection of our of our father, right? We're going to be a reflection and a reflection of our father. Light um, is consistent, 
right? When light is light, light is light. <laughs> and I'm going to back this up in scripture in a minute. When light is light, light is light. Light is light. Light is a flood of luminous rays which flow from the sun, right? Light is God called the light day and he called the darkness night. God, it was very distinct between night and day or the light, right? So light, this is what light is. So you need to understand that anytime light is on the scene, it's going to give way um, it's going to open up an area. It's going to illuminate. It's going to change things, right? And so if you're in positions and places where you ain't illuminating and changing things, then you're probably not being light or the, and there's too much darkness around and you're not getting the strategies or the things that you need to make impact, um, in a visible state with a visible eye, um, light looks a little bit different. And so light is going to be expressed. In, light is also a point of view. <laughs> light is also a point of view. The word is the point of view. The word is the point of view. Light is very useful, right? Um, so you need to understand that light is very useful. God is light. That's one John one. Christ is light. Um, God is the true light, right? Can I tell you something else about light? Light is joy. <laughs> light is comfort. Light is Felicity, light is sown for the righteous. Light is also saving knowledge. Um, Isaiah 8 said, because there was no light in them. Can I tell you something else about light? In light is prosperity. In light is your happiness. Um, then they shall light break forth as the morning. That's Isaiah 58, right? Support, comfort, and deliverance is in light. That's Micah 7. The gospel is light. That's Matthew 4. Understanding or judgment is light. That's Matthew 6. Our gifts and our graces as Christians. You can read that in Matthew 5. That's light. So light is um, an instructor, a moral instructor it becomes light. A true Christian is light. Read Ephesians 5. A good king is light. Those that rule and reign in light. Um, and God gives us always the opportunity, right, um, to come into the light. So I want to read a few scriptures to you this morning, and then we're going to get off here. I want to read you some scriptures about the light, and I hope you put them in your note and you study them a little bit later because these are such a big idea. And when I was reading them, I'm like, my God, this is so important. So light is used to symbolize God, um, faith or holiness. And so when we're starting to look at these things and look at these scriptures and we're, we're trying to move into a situation where we're moving out of darkness and more into light, then these are the scriptures we're going to focus on because in our light, in the light, in the central focus point, as where we're coming into the light of Christ so that we can come into the fullness of what God called us to be. I don't want to, I don't want to live in a less than state. So favor is the light. When we talk about, oh man, that person is favorite. It's God's light shining on them. It's God's light in them exuding outside. When you ever walk into that person, you're like, oh my God, it's just something about this person that comforts me and that makes good and makes me feel good. That's because the light is in that person, right? Light. Yes. The Shannon light is life. <laughs> Light is light. So Matthew 4 and 16, it says the people living in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow of death. A light has dawned when we accepted Jesus Christ, when we 
fell in love with the gospel, then light was shined on us, right? But I've told you, light isn't always comfortable, right? So think about when we walk outside, when we've been in darkness and we walk outside and our eyes just adjust. Some of you just need to take a moment for your eyes to adjust. But usually what happens is we'll run back inside or we'll throw a person, pair of sunglasses on because the dark feels more comfortable with us. And Jesus is like, no, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I'm trying to get you more exposed to light, right? The darkness in you don't want you exposed to light because it knows when you walk, start walking in a truth, then you're going to start refracting Jesus. You're going to start re replicating Jesus. You're going to start loving more. You're start going to be considerate more. You're not going to be angry. You're going to wake up differently. You're going to feel differently. No matter what your situation is, Matthew 5, 16 says, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and your father is glorified. Your father is glorified. Not, not you are glorified. That your father is glorified. You should never be promoting and glorifying yourself. If the light is on you, your father will glorify you. Your, fa your, fa your father is going to glorify you and others will glorify you. But if you let your light shine before others, if you allow other people to experience the God, you can't withhold the light in you. And can I tell you something? That's called walking into your purpose. Every time you put yourself under a bowl, come on, Holy Spirit. Every time you put yourself under a bowl, then what you're doing is you're withholding and keeping the light from being seen. If you're at work and God called you to teaching and you want to let your light be exposed at work because you're afraid of what people are going to say. I don't know why I be on teachers. I'm sorry. It's not intentional. I guess because I'm a teacher by trade and I know what it's like in the education arena and you're called to teach and you're at work and you're minimizing yourself or you won't excel in your classroom or God is giving you new strategies to do for your students and you won't excel and do those strategies for your students in your classroom. Then guess what? You're not illuminating the light and you're not making the impact God calls you to be. And some of y'all were, I lie, like I work in government places. I don't care. Your light should be shining in government places. And I ain't talking about all your religious overtures. I'm sick of religious overtures. I'm sick of religious sayings. I'm sick of stuff that sound like God, but don't look like God, right? Because then when the pressure is on, we see the God that's in you. I'm talking about that you're living in the light that love is exuding from you and that God is glorifying you, right? So in the same way, let your light shine. So when you're in position, your life, light is shine. Your light, your light shines. Your light shines. John 1, 5, it says the light shines in darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So when the light of Christ is in you and it's shining, right? We've been studying living life by the spirit, right? We've been studying living life by the spirit. When the life is inside of you, it'll begin to come overcome the darkness. My brother Alfred Warren made a post the other day about women being able to or about being able to dress still trendy, right? And preach the gospel. And he said, he said, if more word gets in you, then a person will begin to cover up. And I'm the living witness. I used to think I could dress any kind of way and still represent kingdom. Well, nobody had to go, you need to change what you wear, right? The, the word of God in my heart began to change what I wore because I began to realize who God was. And I began to really assess why, I was doing those things, right? But nobody had to point their finger and condemn me and tell me all these things. The word of God in me began to transform me. And so the light is real patient. And when the light 
when light illuminates me, right? When light illuminates me, I begin to make adjustments, right? That I begin to make adjustments and God gets the glory out of situation. God gets the glory out of my situation. The, the thing in light is it's coming into darkness. So those that are not saved, <laughs> those that are not saved that encounter us and experience us should be able to say, you know what? This is really what the love of God feels like. And then because they experience my light, they desire to have that light. We were not just sent for believers. We were not just sent for church. We were not just sent for people who we were. That's not that's not it. We're here to disciple those who do not believe and to help those that are in a back slitten state. But the light will do that. The light will do that. When I thought I needed to point my fingers or browbeat my kids or force them to study the word, they didn't they were not drawn to me. When I put myself in a position just to love them, they became drawn to me. And I'm talking about my older kids. When I'm in the house with the boys, they're drawn to me, not because I'm you're gonna be this and you're gonna be this and this is how we're studying and this is how we're going to church. Mm -mm, that ain't what's effective. That's not what's effective. That's not what's effective with my friends. It's me being light and love. And I used to live by that. I used to think it was do this and do this. Mm -mm. Let me just be light and love. Let me just be light and let me just love and let me do this. And I say some things sometimes I have to, if the Lord tells me to, in leadership, I have to correct. I have to get in position, but I've learned more. It's more important for me to live out the word in front. To, and to be a living example and just to love you intensely. And can I tell you something? And that intense of love is sometimes uncomfortable. That intensity of love is sometimes uncomfortable. So John 8 and 12, it says, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I'm the light of the world. World, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light, have the light of life. So if you're following Christ and you're still walking in darkness, what you got to ask yourself realistically is, am I really attached to the things of Christ? Am I really, 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 really following the things of Christ? Am I really, am I really, right? Am I really following the things of Christ? Because if I'm still in darkness in areas in my life, then that area of my life isn't connected to the light source. It's not at the focal point of the light source. And I need to submit that area to the light source. I need to submit that area to the light source so that the light can expose the darkness in me. And the way that I submit that through the light, light, light source is by spending more time in the word, by spending more time in the word. It says Psalms 27 and 1, and we're going to talk about that still. David said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Right? Ephesians 5 and 14 says, this is why it is said, wake up sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. When you wake up, Christ will rise and shine on you. You ain't even got to talk about yourself. You ain't got to even talk about the, the light that's on. You ain't got to do that. You just live as a light because you're choosing to live as Christ. Christ never exalted himself. That, that Christ never exalted himself. Christ never had to talk a lot about himself, right? When I'm providing examples for you on here, it's just my personal conviction of the gospel because I was not this person without Jesus. 
I was not this person. I was not this kind. I still have the residue of some stuff I have to push out. I'm very matter of fact and stating, right? Very matter of fact and stating. But the more that the love of God works in me, the, the more control I have over these lips, over this tongue, because I know this rudder is guarding the relationships that uh, that's around me. But this is, I can't take no glory for anything you experience or you see. It's all Jesus. It's all Jesus. And it's all coming from the more time I spend with him, the more time I get centered on him, the less I forget really about Lakeisha. And the more that I start thinking about Christ and being his example here on this earth. So Ephesians 5, 14, this is why I said, wake up, sleep, arise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Give you a four more, a few more scriptures and we're going to get out of here. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body also is full of light. Now, I posted something in the group and people like to argue this all the time. And I'm going to bring this back to your truth again. And people are like, are you saying I can't watch nothing? Your eye is the lamp of your body. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body also is full of light. I can break this down in so many different ways. You do have to watch what you're looking at. You do have to watch what you put your eyes on. You do have to watch what goes in your spirit. You do have to evaluate the things that you're looking at and you're taking in. That's why I told some of you, you might need to take a backup from social media because there are so many negative things out there and you don't even realize your eyes pick up images even when you don't think they're picking up images. Even when you think they're not picking up images, your eyes. So yes, it is very concerning what you watch. It is very concerning what you hear. Look, and, and we backed this up. I gave this scripture to my kids last night. We did this in our devotional time. Luke 11, 34 and 35. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body also is full of light. If the word is before me, I'm full of light. <laughs> If I'm putting other things in my spirit and sometimes we'll think we're strong enough and we're like, oh, none of that matters. It matters if it's pornography, if it's rated R movies that do not align with the word of God, if there are different things. If it's different sounds, if it's different music, if you're trying to practice sex, uh, celibacy and the music is sexual, those things are going to impact you and impact where you are. So your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body also full of light. So you got to ask yourself, what kind of things am I watching? What kind of things am I seeing? That's even images. If you're if you're troubled with your self, your body and your self images of your body, then you got to be very careful about getting poor images in your thing, thinking this is the way everybody's body is shaped and everybody's body isn't shaped that way. Right. Because then you'll start killing yourself to look a certain way. And we've seen the trends and the things that happen. So when your eye, if your eye is healthy, then your whole body is going to be healthy. If your spiritual discernment is king, your whole body is in. If your eye is full of the word and full of light, then you're going to be healthy. And remember, I said yesterday, you're not going to be malnourished. You're not going to be malnourished. The word is the what's going to feed you and fill you up. That's why it's important for you to eat three times a day. You really need some word in you three times a day. And I ain't just talking about listening to something that's going to get you hyped up. You need to pull away into the word. Father, give me some revelation in your word. 
studying some stuff so your lights care it says when they are unhealthy your also your body also is full of darkness see to it then that the light within you is not darkness what am i watching what am i eating what am i listening to give no place to the devil that's what the word says none and everybody say oh just a little bit everyone just a little bit turns into a lot more give absolutely no place to the devil i'm constantly watching can i tell you something that was revealed to me about youtube the other day because a lot of us will allow our kids to watch youtube videos do you know inside a youtube video they'll slip in in a regular kids video they'll slip in some porn They'll slip in some porn and they'll and it'll still have the voice of the cartoon, but the porn will be playing. But if you don't if you don't pay attention enough to YouTube, we'll have our kids on YouTube forever and a day. We don't have no internet safety. We're not checking their phones. I was in Josiah's phone last night. We're not we're not watching what they're exposed to because we're just like, oh well, that's what they're doing in the world. And it's like absolutely not. As your parents, it's your responsibility to watch what goes in their eye gate. And people are like, I'm not going to be overprotective. You need to, because once a seed is planted, it may not come up now, but it sure may come up later. <laughs> it may not come up now. And so can I tell you something to be the greater witness in your kid's life? If you'll live the example, it'll make them, e it'll make it easier for them to receive from you what you're saying. It, it'll make it easier for them to receive. If you'll live, if you'll make a decision, you know what? I can put away those things, right? I can put away those things for myself so that I can put myself in a position where I'm leading my kids. By example, there's nothing entertaining you that you got to hold on to. It ain't even worth it. It ain't even worth it. It's nothing that you've been getting entertained by that you have to hold on to. So if you present yourself in a position when you got to talk to your kids about something, then they're going to receive that from you. So meditate on that. Um, Psalms 119, 130, and we're getting ready to get into the power of words starting next Tuesday in Bible study. It says the unfolding of your words give light. The unfolding of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Your words are going to give you light. The positiveness, the weightiness of your words, whether or not your words are being truth, bring light. Have you ever been praying something and it ain't nothing moved? I'm just being honest. If you've been praying the same thing and ain't nothing moved, you got to ask yourself, do my words bear light? <laughs> Do my words bear light? Are my words bearing light? Is my life bearing light? And, it's, and, and am I not breaking up darkness because it ain't no light in me? Am I not breaking up darkness because it ain't no light in me? And I'm not even recognizing there ain't no light in me because I've been in the same religious rut. <laughs> I've been in the same religious rut for so long. I'm not even realizing that there ain't no light in me because I just been humming, 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 and doing all this stuff. But it ain't no light in me. <laughs> it ain't no light. It ain't no light in me. It ain't no light in me. So. I want you to just meditate on that. If you're just logging in or you're coming in later, catch the beginning of this. You need to get this in so you can understand 
what God is doing for you. And significantly, I got to stop Sandra and significantly how and what God is going to do in your life. So meditating on those scriptures, asking God, show me, expose me, ask the word. Do you know if you ask for revelation, God will give it to you? Do you know if you be, if you will pray a bold prayer and just say, Lord, show me the areas in my life that do not line up with you. And then let me tell you something, when it's revealed to you, it'll feel like a gut bunch, but I need you just to bear down. I need you to bite down on it. I need you to press on in so you can give birth to what God has called you to do. Give birth to what God has called you to do. You are called to make greater impact. It is, it's going to hurt. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's sometimes I'll do devotional and people be like, were you talking about me? I'm like, no, I was talking about me. A lot of 90% of the time I'm teaching, God is revealing this to me as well. And yes, Angela, it's two scripture three times a day. Two scriptures three times a day. I always say that. Fit two scriptures three times a day. That's our holy, that's our spiritual prescription. Two scriptures three times a day. Like you take two pills three times a day. That's that that helps if you're struggling in a particular area. You got to take the word like you take medicine and it'll help you break chains off and it'll open your mind up. But let me say this. It ain't just reading it. It's asking for revelation. It's asking for revelation. You need revelation in the word. Lord, reveal your word to me. Reveal the truth. Reveal what they're saying so the Holy Spirit can do a great a work in you. Remember, it's life by the spirit, not by the flesh. Let's pray and get out of here. I love y'all so much. Let's pray and get out of here. I feel like you should connect to somebody. We're in church. We're going to take up the offering. <laughs> we're going to close. We're going to close the church service out. We're going to take off. Hopefully, you can join us tonight. That's 6 p.m. for prayer from 6 to 6 30 and then 6 30 to 7 30 bible study online we have been very prompt and unless the holy spirit takes over um that kicks off that central standard time because i know some of you watch from other states hopefully you can join us tonight and catch the word tonight i'm just believing y'all pray for me i'm believing from a word for from god tonight let me pray over you because i don't want the devil to pluck this and steal this from you i want this to become a word that changes your life today god gave us revelation he gave us meat. He gave us something to chew on. He gave us opportunity to see ourselves so that we can grow in the word. The point of this devotional is for us to be able to grow in the word. So let me pray for you today. Father God, I thank you for your people today. I thank you for your word today. I thank you for a fresh anointing. Father God, one that destroys the yokes of bondage, sickness, and disease. I cancel every assignment of the enemy off our life. I thank you, Father God, for victory today in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I thank you that no one will be overwhelmed. No one will be stressed. No one will be depressed, Lord God. But we will be seated at your feet, Lord God. Seated right there at your feet, Father God. Watching you, waiting on you, Father God. Being awakening in your purpose and used for your glory, Lord God. Show us your glory manifest your glory. We thank you for blessings and favor, Father God. I thank you for every covenant partner for this ministry, Lord God. I cancel every assignment, every demonic presence off their life. I thank you, Father God, their life examples fruitfulness, that they are multiplying, that they are increased, Father God. I thank you for their partnership, Father God. I plead the blood of Jesus over them. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. I thank you, Lord God, they are walking um, in light and love, and that favor is opening doors for them that no man can 
hand shut, Lord God. I thank you. We are blessed to be a blessing, Father God. Put it in our hands, Lord God. Put it in our hands. Put it in our bank accounts, Lord God, so that we can do more for you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Y'all don't forget to share the devotional today. Don't, if you're not subscribed, go subscribe to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. See you guys back here in the morning at 5 a.m. for a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. Wait, if there's anybody on here that has not accepted Christ, can I, can I extend you an opportunity? Can I just extend you an opportunity to meet Jesus? I love Jesus with all my heart. And I'm telling you, he's the thing that changed my life. He's a living, God is living and he is active. And Jesus changed my life. Jesus took this tattooed, broken, little, fractured, low self-esteem, haughty attitude, bad attitude, little girl, and changed her life. He rocked her world. And I'm telling you, if you'll give me an opportunity to introduce you to Jesus, he'll change your life. He'll, he don't care about your scars. He don't care about your brokenness. He doesn't care about your bitterness. As a matter of fact, God has so much love for you that he gave Jesus to die on the cross so that you wouldn't have to experience death and you could have life more eternally. Will you just pray this prayer with me real quick? Father God, I'm a sinner (laughs) and I know I need you in my life. So I'm asking you, Jesus, come into my life and take over. Come into my life and take over. Thank you, Lord God, for being all you are. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for Jesus dying on the cross. Please forgive me for my sins. Please, Lord God. Now give me revelation of your word and show me how to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. It's that simple. It's that simple. And if you'll get connected to our ministry, I promise you, I can disciple you. I don't care if you in Alaska, God will still allow me to disciple you. I love y'all so much. Don't forget, consider partnership. Thank you. Feed the Streets is coming up. So if you want to be a part of Feed the, Feed the Streets, we're going to drop a important link where you can sponsor food and different things that go to our homeless people. I love y'all. I love y'all, but more than anything, God loves you. So do me a favor, go be loved today so someone else can experience the love of God in you. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.